Protesters demonstrate COVID lockdowns in Australia, August 21, 2021. Have I gone COVID crazy? Sometimes I ask myself this question. There are, after all, a lot of things going on in the world. And it's not as if COVID, more to the point, governmental overreaction to COVID, is the only problem Americans and citizens of other nations face. In the summer of the year of our Lord 2021, Americans face threats from any number of directions. We have an imploding financial system, embarrassment on the world stage due to the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, Antifa, BLM, a illegitimate and senile President Joe Biden, a government determined to classify its political opponents as enemies of the state, wildfires, replacement migration for the purpose of electing a new people, critical race theory running rampant in our schools, universities, government and corporations, a polarized electorate, and Rome making huge inroads in its influence on our government. I'm probably leaving some things off this list. But you get the point. America is drowning in problems to the point that our national survival is an open question. So many things to write about. And yet, I find I just cannot let go of COVID. Why is that? One reason is that it's constantly in the news. You can't get very far in the day, whether you want to or not, without hearing about something COVID-related. A second reason, it's one of, if not the most, blatant propaganda campaign I've ever seen. The lies, they truly are off the charts. Let's just look at one lie, the many reports that it's the unvaccinated who are filling up hospitals with serious cases of COVID. Just today, the Cincinnati Enquirer ran such a story titled Doctors, Vaccines Are Keeping People Alive. The article tells us that it's the unvaccinated who are ending up in the hospital. According to state and federal data, vaccinated people account for less than 2% of the 19,000 Ohioans hospitalized with COVID-19 this year and less than 1% of the nearly 7,000 who died from the disease. Well, that pretty much settles it. Get the vax already. Or you're gonna die a horrible death, or kill grandma, or something. But here's the thing. Data from other nations do not support the state and federal data quoted in the Inquirer's article. In a tweet from July 19, 2021, Reporter David Neer noted the huge discrepancy between what the Centers for Disease Control, CSC, was reporting and reports from the UK. In he tweet he cited a report from The Guardian with a headline 60 of UK COVID hospital admission have had two vaccine doses. If you follow the link, you'll notice that Sir Patrick Balance, who made the statement, corrected himself, saying that 60% of hospitalizations from COVID were from the unvaccinated. Well, simple logic would tell us this means that 40% of the hospitalized were vaccinated, at least partially. How is it possible for 40% of UK COVID hospitalization be vaccinated people, where less than 2% of Ohio hospitalizations are vaccinated? This doesn't seem possible. Replying to David Neer's tweet, reporter Alex Berenson wrote, it's not possible. There are a couple of complicated reasons the gap is so large, and one simple one, the UK health authorities are telling the truth. Another thing, the vaccines rapidly lose efficacy. The inconvenient truth that the establishment wants to miss is that some of the nations and places with the highest vaccination rate are experiencing explosive growth in COVID. A New York Times headline from August 18, 2021 reads Israel, once the model for beating COVID, faces new surge of infections. The subheadline reads, one of the most vaccinated societies, Israel now has one of the highest infection rates in the world, raising questions about the vaccine's efficacy. This isn't some anti-vax conspiracy blog. This is the New York Times we're talking about. Concerning this article, Alex Berenson wrote, with the vaccines failing, and, make no mistake, the vaccines are failing, as the New York Times itself essentially admitted on Wednesday night, the desperation among the public health grandees is palpable. 
Maybe the obvious vaccine failure is one of the reasons the Cincinnati Enquirer ran the story it did today boosting the vaccines. And speaking of boosters, now that the vaccines are obviously failing, what does the Anthony Fauci and company recommend? A booster shot. Put another way, they want to do more of what we were promised would work but hasn't. Color me skeptical. Berenson concludes his August 19, 2021 Substack article thus. And so the grandees, Fauci, et. Al, have only two choices. Admit they were wrong last year and that the only way to achieve herd immunity is to allow nearly everyone to be exposed to the coronavirus dash. Or put the world back into lockdown as they await a vaccine that actually works. They won't accept the first. They know the world won't accept the second. And so they have chosen a third, the Hail Mary of boosters, an effort to top up the current vaccines without any real evidence that doing so will work. The risks they're running are incalculable. Truly. They don't know what the side effects may be. They don't know if the extra antibodies the vaccines produce will last, or for how long. They don't know if a fourth, or fifth, or sixth, dose will be needed, and what side effects those might have. They just know they can't admit they were wrong. A third reason I can't let COVID go is that the vaccines, the very things that are supposed to save us all, may well be the deadliest medical product ever. Noted researcher Dr. Peter McCulloch commented that the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine project is going to go down as the most dangerous biologic medicinal product rollouts in human history. A fourth reason I can't let the COVID issue drop is that it strikes me as a pivotal. If those pushing for mask mandates, vaccine mandates, forced testing, lockdowns and the whole host of other intrusions into our daily lives succeed in making them stick, we may well be in for the worst tyranny in human history. Because it's not going to stop with COVID. It's going to be another variant, or another virus altogether. Some are talking about climate lockdowns. Seriously. Joe Biden recently described climate change as the existential threat of our time. And if it's an existential threat, you must go along. What are you, some selfish capitalist who wants to kill people? A fifth reason for not keeping quiet about COVID is that it appears to be the tool of the globalists to push their Great Reset. What's the Great Reset you ask? It's a globalist takeover the world where they have all the money and all the power while you have no say in what goes on in your life and own nothing. In short, it's neo-feudalism. Don't believe me? Consider this video put out by the World Economic Forum, WEF, which serves as the globalist think tank. In this short clip, the WEF makes eight predictions about the world in 2030. The first one, you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. If the psychopaths at the WEF get their way, you certainly won't own anything. That much I'm sure of. But you most definitely won't be happy. Take that to the bank. Christ our sure and only defense. You and I are living at a most remarkable time in history. It appears to be the end of an era, much like the collapse of the Western Roman Empire in the 5th century AD, or the sack of Jerusalem in 586 BC. We in the West are the heirs of a great Christian civilization, one started 500 years ago with the Protestant Reformation. But Christianity has disappeared from the West, and as a result, the civilization it created is likewise disappearing. I do not claim to know what the future holds for us. Will America, will the West continue its implosion, ultimately reverting to some high-talk version of medieval feudalism? This seems like a real possibility, but I can't prove that it's going to happen. Or will the Lord soon send us deliverance in the form of a second reformation or perhaps the return of Christ himself? Or is there something very different in our future that I haven't anticipated? But come what may, it is Christ who will see his people through whatever lies ahead. As David said, the Lord is my rock, and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my rock, in him will I trust. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, 
said Jesus himself. Yet elsewhere we read, we know we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. How can these things both be true? It seems to me that the explanation is this, it is the will of the Lord Jesus Christ that Satan have dominion over the world currently. The devil, said Martin Luther, is God's devil. This is true. And God uses the devil for his purposes. It is God's purpose that Satan deceive the nations and he has done so. Certainly, he has done so with COVID. What so we do as Christians? Trust in Christ and occupy until he comes. Among other things, this means rebuking, reproving, and correcting confused and dishonest presidents, prime ministers, premiers and governors for their extraordinary lies and abuses or power from the Word of God. It means talking with our families and friends, with our neighbors and co-workers about the loss of our freedoms and the police state that is being built around us. Most of all, we must preach the gospel of justification by belief alone, which is the power of God unto salvation. Perhaps the Lord will see fit to open the eyes of many from our witness and bring about a return of Christianity and liberty to the West. Perhaps we will continue our slide into a neo-feudalist, techonocratic tyranny. But whatever our fate, we know that we have the right man on our side. The man of God's own choosing. And he must win the battle.